This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. I've always sworn that I would never get on a bus tour with a bunch of old people. And then I did. I got on the bus. And this is what happened. Now, retirement offers us a time to venture into new areas. Try something new. And that is a real luxury in life. Our school days and work life are usually pretty well locked in. We have hours and most days spelled out for us. Of course, we do try new things during this period of life, but most of our time is absorbed with demands that offer little leeway. Refusing a chance at a new opportunity has never been something I'm good at. This past year, I read in the paper of a travelogue being presented through the local university by two acquaintances. They had just traveled to Antarctica. My wife and I went. Our friends are also retired, and they took this trip of a lifetime and decided to share it through slides and a lecture. It was great. We loved every minute of the two-hour presentation. This was our first experience with the Academy of Lifelong Learning in our town. I'm not sure, but I think they probably have these things in most cities or towns that have a university or college. Once exposed, we were hooked for one more try. That's where the bus came in. We saw that they were having a trip to explore Wild Horse Wind Farm close to Vantage, Washington. We would learn of wind power and even get to go into one of those tall wind turbines. The next day, we would spend at the LIGO site on the Hanford Nuclear Reservation and the Hanford Reach Visitor Center. The thing that got me all excited was the LIGO site, along with a companion site in Livingston, Louisiana. They recently proved a theory that Einstein had postulated just a hundred years ago. It had to do with gravity and the collision of two black holes. He thought that if and when two black holes merged into one even more gigantic black hole, a huge gravity wave would be sent throughout the universe. If we just had a way to measure gravity waves, we would be able to detect them. Well, over the last 25 years, MIT and Caltech scientists have been trying to build a detector. And just within the last two years, they succeeded in proving Einstein's theory. And by the way, this is some of your hard-earned tax dollars at work, the National Science Foundation. Money well spent, as far as I'm concerned. They found a gravity wave from two of these mergers of black holes. The first was found within days of ramping up the observatory, I say observatory, and that is what it is, not that it looks like an observatory. This one is linear. It consists of two pipes, four foot in diameter, each two and a half miles long, laid out at right angles. Then a laser beam is directed down the length of the tube. And in combination with mirrors, it is enhanced so that a gravity wave can be detected if there is one. And there was. For those of you who marvel at science and what it can do, the event or merger of the two black holes took place 1.3 billion years ago. Imagine. And the gravity wave 
is just now arriving on Earth, and then the amazing fact that this gravity wave detector could pick up the signal. It can detect a wave smaller than 10 to the 19th meter, one ten thousandth the diameter of a proton. The people that made this interferometer observatory have minds that are beyond belief. You can go to LIGO.org, that's L-I-G-O dot org, for a better explanation of all this stuff. Of course, no one really knows what the implications of the discovery will be, but the history of scientific study would indicate that it will be beyond our present imagination. In the afternoon, we visited the Hanford Reach. It's a national monument that relates the story of developing the plutonium that was used in the first atomic bomb. The visitor center is in Richland, Washington, where we were staying. We had a fantastic presenter show us slides and tell us the story of the development of the bomb, starting with the discovery of the splitting of the atom. We then followed Einstein's letter to Roosevelt, the start of World War II, and the decision to do everything possible to invent a nuclear bomb. This was one of the best storytellers I have ever heard. On the third day, our bus tour was a visit to a wine center in Prosser, Washington. We were welcomed into the facility with a glass of refreshing white wine. Though just 10 in the morning, we all accepted the challenge. This centers in the Columbia Valley, which is in the heart of wine country for the state. Once again, our visit proved very interesting. We had a brief lecture on wine production and the wine country we were visiting. We toured the facility and then settled into the wine tasting and sales area. It was all highlighted with a delicious lunch on their patio. And how was our touring in a bus with retired folks going? Very well. This was a group of people about our own age. By this time on our three-day trip, we had gotten to talk to most of the participants. We found them all friendly, polite, and kind. They were very keen on continuing learning at this stage in life. They had inquiring minds, and it showed in casual conversations and there was no one-upmanship. No one talked of degrees or intellectual pedigree. The bus itself was comfortable, clean, and carefree. We drove through the city of Seattle, and I never noticed. And Seattle is not an easy city to traverse. Yet I sat in comfort, listening to a podcast, and never once let bumper-to-bumper traffic bother me. The longest time spent without stopping was three hours. We took stretch and bathroom and coffee breaks. At times, we had talks while riding on the bus about the wind farms, the LIGO Observatory, the Manhattan Project, and the Hanford Citizens Advisory Committee. And a geologist who was a participant gave us a short talk on the geology of the country we were riding through, and how over the eons it had migrated to the area in which we now live. The restaurants we ate at were good, and the hotel we stayed at was excellent. The leader of our trip was a former physics instructor, and was so very keen on the LIGO project 
that he drew us all into the drama and importance of such a project. His enthusiasm was catching. It was a great thing to do. I stayed closer to home than almost any trip I have ever taken, yet traveled farther in my mind than I had ever ventured. If you have lifelong learning classes and a bus trip being taken somewhere near you, I would highly recommend it. One thing about it, this was a three-day trip, and on something that long, you can judge for yourself and get a feel for what it's like. If it doesn't suit, you could never go again. That was my starting point. Start small. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Dal Lowry. You can rate review this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please do. It helps. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.